Welcome, everyone, to episode 18 of the BZ Paracast. I'm your host, Black Six, and this is our last show of 2010. So we decided that we should take a look back. So we're going to start things off with uh, a year in review with myself, Janice, and Holly Husky. Then uh, we asked you guys what your favorite memories of 2010 were. So we're going to share those with you. And then we finished things up with a new recording from Andrew and Andrew. I hope you enjoy the show. Joining me now are Holly Husky and Janice to do a little year-end review for 2010. How's it going? Well, you you messed up my name. It's, it's just like it's always been since the beginning of time. I'm going to say however I want to say it. You're just going to do that. Uh, yes, boss man, whatever you say. So yeah, how are you guys doing? I, I'm doing fine, aside from you messing up my name. Becca? He's hurt. I'm laughing at him. That's because she's cool. I guess that means you're doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm doing very well. All right, so we're going to take a look back at 2010, since uh, the year's just about over. Finally. <laughs> Looking forward to 2011? Oh, yes. Well, that's that's oh. a topic for another discussion, I think, but... So I yeah. guess uh, one of the, the first big things that happened this year was Toy Fair, which uh, normally happens, I guess. PC Power has been going for, I don't know, six or so years now, so it's a pretty regular thing. Yeah. Uh, I was there with uh, TOM Dracone, Yannick, and we had a great time getting to see all of uh, the 2010 sets. And uh, the two... Uh, big reveals, I think, for this year were the Hero Factory line and the collectible minifigs. Mm-hmm. And also there were the uh, the Bionicle Stars, although those had already been available for a little bit. So um, Hero Factory's been around for a few months now. I guess it came out in the summer, so it's you know, been about six months. So what are your guys' thoughts on how that's been doing? Um, I... I have had a chance to play around with a few of them. I, I got a chance to play around with Stringer and uh, Stormer, and I thought that they were actually really, really cool. Um, I thought their proportions were a little off, and obviously the big one-arm thing is not the greatest, but uh, I can already see the improvements that they're making in the next iteration of Hero Factory, so I'm really impressed with the progression. Right. Yeah, I think they are kind of constrained maybe by... Uh... The, some of the parts, you know, how many new molds they could have mm-hmm. based yeah, on, you know, because there's a lot of new molds in the, the Bonacle Star sets earlier in the year. You know, you had the remolds of some of the masks and yeah. then like the Rakshi and the uh, Piraka pieces and all that stuff. Yeah. So, but now that they have a chance to, I guess, really make the line their own with the new building system. But um, I think, yeah, the, the sets this year were kind of simple. But I think it was a good starting point, and I'm looking forward to the next year. They were still a lot cooler than I guess I expected, because in the end, um, Monocle, I guess, you know, a lot of people thought that the sets at the end were pretty cool, and some of them were, but I was kind of like, I don't know. And I was kind of worried about Hero Factory, like, maybe I just won't get into it, won't really care, it'll probably be stupid, whatever, you know, pessimistic attitude go but um actually after playing with some of the sets and like looking at this stuff and all that i think it's really cool um 
Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, it's definitely an interesting theme. Definitely a lot less story-centric than Bionicle ever was. Yeah. But uh, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I got to confess that uh, I was never really a big fan of the stars. They, uh, they, I thought they were a fairly lame way to end off the, well, the whole line of Bionicle. So when I saw the Hero Factory coming out at first, I was expecting just, you know, somewhat decent. But when I saw them next to the stars, they looked so much better. Oh, yeah. And the stars were really kind of bulky and stuff. I mean, I guess some of them are still really cool, but overall it was kind of like, eh, you know, just, just kind of a, a meh sort of thing. I think yeah. the theory behind the stars was really nice, you know, kind of... That uh, was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Going back to the past years and picking out some of the best sets and, you know, re- yeah. redesigning those. But, yeah, I think um, the design constraints they had based on... The uh, Aguri torsos and the like really right. limited the, ta- the sets in some ways. So it's a really cool concept, but maybe not executed as awesomely as it could have been. Right. You know, but you take what yeah. you can get. Right. So um, what we have now is Hero Factory, which uh, seems to be That's spreading really its wings, so to speak. And looks uh, really promising. Yeah, I think it's it's still filling the the niche that Bonacle had, mm-hmm. and for a lot of the builders, you know, it's still offering a lot of good pieces. And uh, especially yeah. with next year, some really new and uh, kind mm-hmm. of revolutionary, very innovative. Ones. Yeah, very innovative. Yeah. yeah. And then even for the storyline and stuff, I think what they've set up is something less complicated, so they don't have to. I feel like with Bonacle, they wanted to do a storyline sort of thing. But maybe they felt kind of like they trapped themselves a little bit and they were just, you know, digging to get out. I definitely That's what it think, felt like to me. Yeah, with 10 years of, of storyline material, you know, it's hard to keep the continuity and everything. And right. Especially yeah. when you're yeah. constrained by, by the sets like they were. And especially when you have right. an entire community online who is scrutinizing your every, yeah, and every movement. Every single mistake. That happens to everything. But with Hero Factor, I think it's going to be a lot easier because from what I've heard, the idea is to have a rotating team of heroes. So it's not always going to be the same guys and they're not always going to be going on the same missions. It'll just basically be about the Hero Factory. Right. Yeah. Instead right. Of, and that's a better way to set that up. Right. Instead of Bionicle where time like kept moving on, you know, this can all stay in like the relatively the same amount of time or it right. doesn't even matter. I mean, it's just like it's very episodic where yeah. things can get moved around and such. So yeah. that's, that's something that can move on like this part. Yeah. Totally. yeah, and we have no idea. Like, it's a hero factory. We currently know, like, six, or if we're going into uh, 2011, like, eight of the heroes. But it's an entire factory. Right. There could be hundreds of thousands of these heroes going all over the place. Yeah, and, and there's a lot they of go potential. to different planets yeah. and everything. So, I mean, who knows how many planets there are out there. You can keep making up new ones or going back to old ones with different yes. you know, villains attacking different things. So, yeah, it's basically, a lot, it's easily a lot easier. expandable. Mm-hmm. Right. And so basically, we could, toes. like, they could probably stretch out the theme for like five years within a year chronologically in the yes. actual storyline mm-hmm. because of all these different sets of heroes. Yes. Right. They just have the setup in the room to, like, if they wanted to change the style a little bit, they could. They could just be like, you know, use the excuse, you know, well, the Hero Factory, they got new, updated, whatever. But in Bionicle, exactly. it's a little bit harder to do something like that. It has so many constraints. Yeah, I got to admit, one of the things I always found super awkward uh, 
in 2003 was <laughs> Mata Nui sent them the gift that allowed them to tear apart their bodies and rebuild themselves. <laughs> it was like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, with Hero Factory, it's like, we came out with a new new line or a new mold or whatever, yeah, you know, that that's sense. just what Lego does. And it's like, yeah, there you go. Right. Exactly. So it's it's got a lot of potential. I think it's something, you know, maybe possibly better suited for Lego in the long run, you know. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot less expensive to uh, maintain, like, you know, as far as storyline and marketing. And hopefully that means, you know, more money can go towards the sets. So um, we men- we've been mentioning Bionicle quite a bit, obviously. And this was the last year of the sets, but the storyline has been continuing. So have you guys been uh, following that at all? Not really, uh, since the whole no. big thing with um, whatever chapter that was where people went crazy about the feminist thing or whatever. <laughs> That's after that. I, I was kind of really like, I've been a little been busy. Since then, there's only been another chapter or two. Okay. It's, it's been very slow. I mean, obviously, since there's no sets to, to drive it, you know, there's much yeah. uh, less incentive. Yeah. This and, is all kind of Greg's labor of love at this point. Right, yeah. and that's uh, it's it's nice of him to do that, but you know, it's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm okay if if you know it's just slow or like just a little bit more. That's right, but it's still going on, and I think that's the biggest thing that. Uh, there mm-hmm. is still new story coming out, and Greg's still answering questions and everything. Right, which is which the, is cool. The uh, the biggest thing that I've noticed going on in terms of storyline, and I would hardly even call it storyline, is just the um, noticing the attempts to get certain things canonized. Um, for example, there's currently the ongoing thing about the Rakshi Kaita getting that canonized. Oh yes. Um, and just all the different contests. Uh, that That's really all I've noticed in terms of storyline recently. Kind of just wrapping up loose ends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's showing the fans are still interested in, and involved. Oh, yeah. So that's always yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so going back, I guess, a little back to Toy Fair, the, uh, the collectible minifigs were unveiled there, which have become very popular among uh, LEGO fans. Oh, yeah. Have you guys bought any of those yet? I have not. Um, I haven't been I had a very gracious person at Brick Fair give me a collectible minifig ninja, but that oh. is all. I so. want to, but I haven't been able to. Yeah, yet, they tend to sell out it. very fast. And, yeah, you know, that's true. If you want to buy them online, then it's like you don't know which one you're going to get. So that's uh, a bit of a deterrent to doing that. And, right. and I really love who, who posted that little code thing. Did we, did we post that? On BC Power? Uh, it's probably been linked to at some point, but yeah, there's... Yeah, there's it's a little, little thing. You can tell which one's out. in there, and I thought, yeah, I felt much more comfortable planning to buy some, having known that. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I guess some people are like, well, it should be a surprise. You should know it will up sales. But actually, up sales if people know what they're getting, I think. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So that was kind of nice to put that on there. But. What do you guys think uh, of the, the idea of the collectible minifigs in general? I think it's a really cool idea. I think it's awesome. Seeing all sorts of really unique molds and previously rare minifigures that are now becoming less rare, but also uh, adding something a little extra. Mm-hmm. In. For example, the ninjas. Uh, there was a period of time recently where I was really interested in getting the ninja minifigs again, so I went uh, scouring the internet, mm. and they were like ten bucks a pop. I could not believe it. Yeah. How right, much are so, the collectible so minifigs? 
going for? The, um, I think the the retail suggested retail price is two dollars each, but a lot of oh, well, places nice. are, are charging a little anything. more. You know, once okay. once they've realized how popular they are, they're like, oh, we can sell them for three or four dollars each, which, so is, which is a little pricey, uh, <laughs> personally. But I, I guess yeah. you know if uh, if the market's there and the people are buying them, then you know, oh yeah, you can't blame and the retailers for charging those prices. There's always going to be kids who go to the Lego store. I see it all the time. And they, they're they not really sure. You know, maybe they only have a couple dollars and they're just like, well, I can't get any Lego. But, like, you know, there's always kids who want to be like, oh, I want to get a minifigure. So they go to, like, the make your own minifigure thing, and that's really expensive. And, um, and yeah, the variety isn't nearly as nice as, you know, what you can get in a collectible minifig. Mm-hmm. And sometimes kids just don't want to do that, you know. Like, I take my brother there, and he's like, can I just buy a minifig before this, you know. Yeah, and so this is pretty nice. And oh, is that like on that one minifig that they have? Does it have elf ears? I can never tell. Yes, I, I think that's one of the series three or four ones. Yes, they, it's a new. I, th- I think it's part of the hairpiece or something. Okay, I don't know. That's All I know is it's cool. cool. <laughs> that's well, that's um, awesome. Long awaited. On yeah. a on a similar note, not exactly relating to the minifigs. Uh, the thing that I've found most innovative from Lego this year, actually, which they had overseas for a while, but this is the first time we've seen them, is the new Lego board games. I am so impressed with those. Those are and, awesome. Uh, yeah. To be honest, when I went into the store uh, looking for all my Christmas shopping and I was looking at some of those, I'm just like, you know what? I should get some of these for every one of my friends because <laughs> they're cheap enough and they're cool. Yeah, Are I picked cheap? one up when Toys R Us had uh, a sale earlier this year, and uh, it's a lot of fun. The the little ones, because I haven't, we haven't had like the smaller ones out here yet. We've only had like the big expensive ones that are like twenty, thirty, forty dollars. Um, which one? I, I grabbed the the Lava Dragon. Which, oh, Lava Dragon there, is there there Yeah, obviously, I know Rob. You remember playing that at Brick Fair? Oh, absolutely, I do. That was that was. Oh amazing. yeah, that was yeah. I remember that. Uh, there's also like a little one with a witch for I think like ten bucks or something. It's uh, okay. Yeah, like the little oh, yeah. ones. Yeah, we haven't. Ones for some nice. reason, we haven't gotten those that I haven't seen, or they're just selling out, and I just haven't seen them. Right. Right. Yeah. But, but I think next year looks like they're going to be putting out more of those as well, which is so. obviously that they means they're selling well. Mini- yeah. Yeah. They put out more mini figs too, like. Keep making I'm, I'm really impressed with how the minifigs did they just keep churning them out well i mean yeah. series three is out in some places now and there are already pictures of series four so oh, cool. yeah, i exactly. s- suspect there's going to be at least you know we're going to see up to series five or six in 2011 i hope they yeah. keep going with that you know yeah absolutely like it's doing pretty good now yeah, they've definitely, I think, turned around from you yes. know, about five to seven years ago from where they were. Yeah. Yeah. From the yeah. economy to, you know, digging their way out of there. But yeah. Just great. All right, so, yeah. so moving on, on the BZ Power front, uh, we redid our signature guidelines this year. Yep. We did. And, and people seem to be picking up on them pretty well. I mean... Yeah, there's uh, that initial... Like um, you know, some people weren't a fan of it at first, but I think it's definitely caught on. Yeah. I think people were confused too, but I think people are finally figuring out exactly what the rules are and they're getting used to it. You know, I don't see people really complaining about it anymore, which is, that's nice. Yeah. They're definitely a lot more simple 
So I don't see why there's any real reason. Oh, yeah, and there's not, like, big overblown signatures now either because people are like, ooh, look what we can do. But, you know, it, it dies down. Well, I think the, the biggest thing is actually because I went to change my signature recently and I hadn't changed mm-hmm. my signature in, well, since before the guidelines went into place. Mm-hmm. And as I went to change my signature and I noticed this little thing that just said, I think it was 300 by 800. Yep. And it was like right there. And I was like, oh, if my signature is really outside nice. of those boundaries, well, then it's too big. That's really cool. That's yeah. really very nice. Well, you got to be super nice careful and, nice and, and watch. It like won't when it stretches out. It just expands the table, and if it's really if it's very small, you won't always like notice it. Right. So that's something I've you know accidentally, you know, oh. gone over. <laughs> oh, tisk tisk. Shut up. Right, but I mean, if you're putting in an image that's a lot larger, or you're putting in a big image and text, it should be really apparent that uh, yes, you have to change things. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, that's really, really nice. Yeah, I'm really a big fan. Uh, now all we're waiting for, obviously, is bigger avatars. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can keep dreaming on that one for the time being. Says that's the what guy you always with the say. Two hundred avatar. Hey, it's not that big. <laughs> All right, so in other uh, BZ Power news, we have uh, we stopped the member interviews, which... Oh, yeah, uh, I didn't even know that until uh, you said it. been going on for like two and a half years or so. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the interest had definitely died down, and uh, there was definitely some th- things in how it had been set up that made it not the easiest thing to organize. So right. yeah. I decided that uh, mm-hmm. it was time to take a break. And hopefully we can revamp it into something different in the future. Yeah. I have a confession. I never listened to any of them. They were text-based, Well, Rob. of course you didn't didn't listen them. to them, okay, Rob. Well, you don't I never know read. anything. Wow, Rob. I never read any of them either. Way to be on top I of I did things. two of them, Rob. I didn't. You don't even like, care. I, to, to be, you know, no, I, I don't care about anything you do, Becca. Um, to be fair, uh, maybe this is just me being dumb, which it probably is because I am, I didn't even know where to find them. Were they posted on the front page? There is a link on the front page on the right-hand sidebar that took you directly to the top. Oh, yeah, everywhere. The, the news, was the news there updated, was never though? any way to like, know if it updated. The topic was pinned in general discussion, so if you frequented the forums... You just had to keep checking oh. the general discussion topic. Well, I, I, I'm... Often someone who doesn't have the time to go through the forums, so I would check the front page and see if there was anything interesting. Well, that's definitely something you could think of, I guess, changing in the future if we ever bring it back. There's potential things to change and things to do, yeah. Exactly. So uh, any other big things on BZ Power you guys would like to bring up? Um... Well, it wasn't on BZ Power, but it involved BZ Power, and it was pretty big, so... We're going to hold off on that for this oh, time okay. being. Unless yeah. there's nothing else that you guys want to bring um, up. I can't, I can't think, of think of anything. There was the short story always... Olympics. Did we do that? Was that last I, year? I did a full library Olympics this year. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, like, yes. wasn't, it wasn't really that, that big, which is actually okay because it was like three contests, boom, 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 one right after another, and it like really left me dead. So FYI, there's probably not going to be another library contest until like maybe February. <laughs> 
Because I'm still trying to recover. A lot of stuff to judge, right? <laughs> it was a lot of stuff to do, and I had a lot of judges dropping out. Um, I might not be able to do judges again because that just didn't work. And it's sad because people complain. And if you're listening, you're one of the complainers. Well, I'm sorry. But I just don't have enough judges anymore. Uh, we might have to start do voting, you know, which is fine. As a general rule, people complain. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things you can always expect. But hopefully, uh, you know, we had a bunch of other contests on BZ Power. Obviously, there are the RPG contests and a bunch of BBC contests. Yeah, well, there's a small and dedicated segment of BZ Power that uh, really appreciates the text-based RPGs, and I'm glad they're out there. I'm glad that that started up again for them, too. Seemed to make them very happy. Yeah, absolutely. And, well, I guess... uh, on the subject of contests, we had some BBC contests, and we had one big one over the summer. Oh, yeah. About the, uh, the, the music theme one, mm-hmm. which tied into the theme of Brick Fair. That was really which cool. Which went on in Washington, D.C. this summer. So mm-hmm. I guess our last uh, thing we wanted to bring up. Yeah. Uh, what can we say? Brick Fair was awesome. I mean, we say it every time Brick- we get on the podcast, pretty much. <laughs> uh, it's just like every we open time. our mouth, and it's Brick Fair. Yeah, Brick Fair is just—it's the big—it's the—it's the thing. It's the thing for the year, you know. That's it is. It's definitely a, a top ten highlight. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we had the contest, which went really well. We had a lot of uh, great entries on the finalists who were able to ship yeah. them in. Some from as far as uh, uh, New Zealand, you know, oh, all yeah. on the other side of the world, wow. to send yeah. their entries in to display, and they got a lot of uh, attention. They really made the the bionicle tables look look really good, too. It was like, it wasn't just like... Bionicle tables. We had so many. Yeah, Yeah, there's there's a lot. I mean, bionicle ended. You couldn't have told that at Brick Fair, that's for sure. Oh, yeah, we had so many. Yeah, it was really great to see that. And it kind of, having the music stuff kind of tied it all together, too, because I got to admit, you know, the bionicle tables are really cool. But when I look at them compared to other tables there's not really any consistency. It's just like, here's a bunch of figures. It's just like, boom, you know? Maybe Which that's something know. you could uh, think yeah. of doing for the future is kind of... Kind of have, kind we of we had the crabs this year, which was a kind of a little mini theme that uh, we kind of came up with some people at the... Not quite the last minute, but, you know, it was, uh, wasn't a big thing. We were and also so maybe supposed to have Borok, but, like, none of you <laughs> brought yours. I and they're all packed up. Sorry, they were in my suitcase, and I was like, Bleh. For those of you who are listening, we were all supposed to bring Borok. It was supposed to be a staff fun thing. So I gathered up all of my Borok and painstakingly rebuilt them from my giant one-gallon tub of bionicle pieces. It's only a gallon? And That's I pretty small, up. Rob. That's not really many pieces. Okay, maybe it's a 10-gallon. I can't even remember. It's, it's <laughs> I don't know. Don't you use the metric system in Canada anyway? (laughs) Shouldn't it be liters? Yes. Whatever. Um, That's why I don't know it. Um. (laughs) I want Rob. Good job. Everyone clap for Okay, so you built built them and brought them, and then only a couple other people did, and you were sad. We're sorry. We sad. But uh, hopefully, that's that's definitely a good idea, I think. Maybe next year we can uh, have a bigger theme. So, uh, you guys listening, if this is something you'd like to see, you know, let us know, post some ideas and such, and hopefully we can uh, organize something. Cause it's definitely something you have to start soon. 
you know, the planning for those kinds of things takes a lot of time. Oh, yeah. And if you want to go to Brick Fair next year, you start planning now. Hint, hint to several people. <laughs> um, yeah, it's on fact, the list. In fact, for uh, most of us, and I, I can speak for us because we all got together, we had already registered for Brick Fair on the last day of. Yeah, we, we got back and so we're like, we hey. We started planning yeah. right away. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, definitely mm-hmm. not an event to miss if you can make it. Yeah, and, and I mean, it's already filling up. There's there's other events all across the U.S. and the world mm-hmm. that, you know, if those are more convenient for you, you should definitely consider attending because I think any of the conventions are a lot of fun. But oh, yeah. um, as far as the from the BZ Power perspective, you know, Brick Fair is definitely the, the main event. Yeah. Especially if you get to go in the Bouncy Castle. When I'm there's running. not going to be a bounce house next year, Rob. I'm sorry. <sighs> that means I don't get to run a bounce house. That makes me sad. Yep. Bob, you were so awesome at running that bounce house. You're keeping those kids in line, just like you do when you're a staff member on BZ Power. All that <laughs> training has paid off, Rob. That's right. I, I was training. Running bounce house for 30 minutes out of the year. Good job, bro. <laughs> it was an hour, I think. Oh well. I don't know. I was there for a while, and then I ditched it to go play bingo. Yeah. Oh, bingo. <laughs> All right. So I guess that pretty much wraps up uh, most of the 2010. Oh, just because I know they'll be sad. BrickCon's really awesome, too, guys. So if you're, like, on this side, you know, come to BrickCon, too. I mean, we're slowly making it more awesome. I mean, I couldn't be there last year, but... This year. Uh, <laughs> last time. Good job, <laughs> Becca. Yeah, no, there's definitely uh, a lot of events. There's going to be... Uh, they really need to start thinking of different names because they're also similar. There's Brick Magic in North Carolina in... Uh, it's magical. April, I think. Mm-hmm. There's going to be Bricks by the Bay again in San Francisco in March since uh, Brickfest was unfortunately canceled. Then obviously there's BrickCon in Seattle and uh, Brick World in Chicago. I think that's most of the big ones, but if I'm missing any, I'm sorry. But they're out there. You know, definitely. It's definitely worth it to attend, guys. So if you can make any of those, you know. And then there's ones in... England and France and Italy and Spain and Australia and Germany. I'm, all I'm over pretty the sure world. there's a website somewhere where it has listed, I guess I'll look it up, where it has listed all the different Lego conventions around the world. I don't think there's anything that is completely they're comprehensive, not. but there, there are definitely some sites that have a lot of information on them. And you know, a Google search will find one in your country oh, yeah. if you're yeah. looking for one, so... All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me and uh, talking about 2010. It was a, a pretty good year, and I know I'm definitely looking forward to 2011. Totally. Absolutely. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right. So a few weeks ago, we asked you guys what your favorite memory from 2010 was, and we got a good number of replies, and we're going to play a few of those for you. We're going to start off with Xenia Jura, Toa of Slushies? You know, it's funny because even though 2010 was the last official year for the Bionicles toy line, it actually was a pretty active year for the fans. And I got the most enjoyment earlier in the year when there was a lot of hype about Bionicle ending and I would check the website every day to look for new codes on the Matanui saga or for Journey's End. I thought Journey's End was an appropriate end to Bionicle 
and I always look forward to checking for new updates, even if it was kind of bittersweet. Next up, we have Kralix. Hey, this is Kralix, and I would have to say that my favorite moment from 2010 was the new podcast interview that Greg Farshi did earlier this year. I really respect him as an author and as a person, and I just think it's so neat that us as Bionicle fans have so much interaction with him, and especially since he's a member of BZ Power. I just hope that we as a fan base don't take that for granted, that we get to talk with him directly so often, because most fan bases don't get that at all. I really enjoyed the interview because we found out more about him on a personal level, uh, as well as a lot of cool Bionicle tidbits. So overall, I just thought it was awesome that he was willing to do that. And of course, it was very exciting when he announced that he was going to have a daughter on the show. And he gave really interesting answers to all the questions that were asked of him. So he really made it a great interview. Here's what Kung Fu Rakshi Destroyer had to say. My favorite memory of 2010 with the, on Busy Power would be getting my one-year Kanohi Vahi. Member of the Clue had some words to share as well. Hi, this is Busy Member the Clue, and this what I had to say about 2010 was it was great. I've seen around the forums, a lot of new members are coming in, a lot more from outstanding Busy Power citizens have been popping up, and that's pretty great. There's a lot of projects going on that really, it's been a great year, even if my hasn't ended. It's just, it's been a perfect year, and I have a feeling Breezy Power will be here for a very long time. And a lot of members say it's dying, well, it's only going to die if you let it die. So, let's go here. And I gotta thank the staff for the great year they made it, and next year will be even better. So, thank you. And last but not least is Tent163 Fantoka. Um, my favorite BZB moment of 2010 was new SIG guidelines. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. And I'm still wondering what to do with my SIG because of it, but hey, what are you going to do? I like my bear. You know, and I'm probably going to get a new one soon. Actually, they're working on it over at Spectral Volcano Place, so yeah. Bye. And that just about wraps things up for 2010. Thank you all for downloading the show, and thanks for listening throughout the year. Couldn't we uh, wouldn't be here without you guys. As always, you can leave feedback for us in the talkback or on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And you can always send in your own voice clips or questions that you want to hear on the BZ Powercast to powercast at bzpower.com. So once again, thanks for listening. And thanks, uh, everyone, for a great 2010 on BZ Power and in the Bonacle and LEGO universe. I look forward to 2011 and seeing what that has to bring. See you next year.
reflection A glass of wine in her hand I knew she was gonna meet her connection Like her feet was a footloose man But you can't always get what you want No, you can't always get what you want No, you can't always get what you want But if you try sometime You might find You get what you need To get my fair share of abuse Singing we're gonna vent our frustration And if we don't, we're gonna blow a 50 amp fuse Sing it to me now You can't always get what you want You can't always get what you want Try sometimes you might find you get what you need. Yeah. I went down to the Chelsea drugstore to get your prescription filled. I was standing in line with Mr. Jimmy. You can't always get what you 
But I know, I know that you have all sorts of creepy obsessions with me.